Good evening, my friends. I hope it is midnight wherever you are. Let's imagine that it's the witching hour. Why don't you turn out all the lights? My name is Josh Hitchens, and I am your host tonight. Welcome to Going Dark Theater. This is a podcast about finding the humanity behind the horror. And this midnight I will tell you the tale of the headless chicken. Yes, you heard me correctly. This episode of Going Dark Theater is called The Tale of the Headless Chicken. This is a story that, depending on your sensibilities, will either be the most light-hearted episode of the podcast so far, or the most disturbing. I don't think there's really any in-between. But I think it's a tale from horrific history that deserves more attention, and it's a new kind of story for going dark. I pride myself on being a walking, spooky encyclopedia, but I must confess, this is a story I was not aware of. One night, my partner and I were talking, and he said to me, Wasn't there a chicken who lived after its head was cut off? I had never heard of such a thing, so I googled it, as you do, and I stumbled upon the Wikipedia page for Mike the Headless Chicken. The page does include a picture of him alive post-decapitation, just to warn you in advance. So... This episode of Going Dark Theater is dedicated to my partner, Jacob Glickman. The land that is now known as the town of Fruta, Colorado, was originally the home of the Ute Native American tribe. The first white person to settle on the land was William Paber in the year 1884. He was a farmer and more and more white settlers made their way to farm fruit in the area. The town named Fruta was incorporated in 1894. Its motto is, Honor the past, envision the future. Fruta, Colorado was also the first city in the entire world to pass a marijuana tax into law. One part of Fruta, Colorado's history that the town certainly continues to honor is the tale of Mike, the headless chicken, also known as Miracle Mike. His story begins when he hatched from his mother's egg on April 20th, 1945. Mike was a chicken owned by farmers Lloyd and Clara Olson, On the night of September 10th, 1945, the Olsons were slaughtering chickens to take to the market to sell the following day. 
Lloyd Olson beheaded the chickens with an axe, and then his wife Clara would clean them up and pluck their feathers, getting them ready for selling. Mike was one of the Olson chickens that got the axe that night. But then both Clara and Lloyd noticed there was one chicken out of the forty or fifty they'd beheaded that was still walking around after losing most of its head. The Olsons decided to keep the headless chicken in an old apple box on the screened-in porch overnight. When they woke up the next morning, they checked the box. As Troy Waters, Lloyd and Clara Olson's great-grandson, puts it in an article for the BBC News, the damn thing was still alive. Troy's wife Krista added, It's part of our weird family history. Troy Waters heard the entire story of Mike the Headless Chicken from his great-grandfather Lloyd Olson before he died. In the lengthy BBC News interview, Troy Waters says, Lloyd took the chicken carcasses to town to sell them at the meat market. He took this rooster with him, and back then he was still using the horse and wagon quite a bit. He threw it in the wagon, took the chicken in with him, and started betting people beer or something that he had a live headless chicken. How is it possible that Mike could be beheaded and still remain alive? Well, he was very lucky. Lloyd Olson's axe severed most of Mike's head, but the blade missed the jugular vein and left 80% of Mike's brain intact, including all the parts that controlled heart rate, breathing, hunger, digestion... A fortunate and speedy blood clot had stopped Mike from bleeding to death. After losing most of his head, Mike was still able to walk around, flap his wings, preen, peck for food with his throat, and attempted to crow, although his crow wasn't much more than a quiet gurgle. Because Mike had survived this incredible ordeal, Lloyd and Clara Olson decided to keep him. They fed Mike milk and water through an eyedropper, gave him small grains of corn and worms, and kept what remained of his throat clean of mucus by using a syringe with water. A story about Mike appeared in the local Fruta newspaper, and more and more people began to flock to the Olsons' farm to see the miracle bird. One of those people was a sideshow promoter named Hope Wade, who traveled 300 miles all the way from Salt Lake City to see Miracle Mike. She advised Lloyd and Clara Olson to tour Mike on the traveling sideshow circuit, and that way they could all make a fortune. Troy Waters says, Back then, in the 1940s, they had a small farm and were struggling. Lloyd said, What the hell? We might as well. 
John Lloyd and John Mitchinson included the story of Mike's fame in their book, The Book of General Ignorance. They say, Mike, as he was known, became a national celebrity, touring the country and featuring in Time and Life magazines. His owner, Lloyd Olson, charged 25 cents for a chance to meet Mike the Headless Wonder Chicken in sideshows across the United States. Mike would appear with a dried chicken's head purported to be his own. In fact, the Olson's cat had made off with the original. At the height of his fame, Mike was making $4,500 a month and was valued at $10,000. His success resulted in a wave of copycat chicken beheadings, though none of the unfortunate victims lived for more than a day or two. One person who knew Mike well commented, He was a big fat chicken who didn't know that he didn't have a head. Lloyd and Clara Olson traveled with Mike all throughout the southeastern United States, and Clara kept a detailed and loving scrapbook of their adventures and publicity that is still in the family's possession to this day, although it has never been published. Mike did indeed grow fat. He weighed about eight pounds and was in perfect health, especially considering... He was headless. On March 17, 1947, the Olsons and Mike were staying at a hotel in Phoenix, Arizona. Mike had been headless for 18 months and was just one month away from turning two years old. But it was in Phoenix, Arizona that tragedy struck. Lloyd and Clara Olson woke up in the middle of the night to the horrifying sound of Mike choking on a kernel of corn. The Olsons realized with terror and despair they had forgotten Mike's eyedropper and syringe at the sideshow venue for the very first time, and because of that, they were not able to clear Mike's airway. It was on that night, March 17, 1947, that Miracle Mike died. He was 23 months old. Great-grandson Troy Waters relates what Lloyd Olson did after this sad night. For years... He would claim he had sold the chicken to a guy in the sideshow circuit. It wasn't until, well, a few years before Lloyd died that he finally admitted to me one night that it had died on him. I think he did never want to admit he screwed up and let the proverbial goose that lays golden eggs die on him. He never did tell what he did with the chicken after it died. I'm willing to bet he got flipped out in the desert somewhere between here and Phoenix on the side of the road, probably eaten by coyotes. He did make a little money off it. I asked him once if he had fun, and Lloyd said, oh yeah, 
I had a chance to travel around and see parts of the country I probably otherwise wouldn't have seen. I was able to modernize and have farm equipment. But it was something he put in his past. He still farmed the rest of his life, scratched a living out of the dirt. Fruta Colorado's motto, Honor the Past, Envision the Future, definitely applies to Mike's creepy and, I think, also inspiring story. Since 1999, one weekend in May is celebrated in Fruta as Mike the Headless Chicken Day. It has become a hugely attended annual festival, with events such as the 5K Run Like a Headless Chicken Race, a Find Mike's Head Treasure Hunt, Pin the Head on the Chicken, a Chicken Wing and a Peep Candy Eating Contest, and perhaps most intriguing of all is Chicken Bingo, where the numbers are chosen when a chicken defecates on the grid. To learn more about the Mike the Headless Chicken Festival, you can go to MikeTheHeadlessChicken.org. They also have a Facebook page. The next festival is scheduled for June 2021. There was no festival in 2020 for obvious reasons. A comedy punk band called the Radioactive Chicken Heads took their name from the story of Miracle Mike. They have a song called Headless Mike, and the music video they made for that song is available to watch on YouTube. Please do. They also have a headless chicken puppet that they frequently use when they uh, have live concerts. To bring Mike's unforgettable tale to a close, there is a delightful poem written in 1945 by Arba A. Glean called Miracle Mike, the Headless Chicken. It is narrated from Mike's own perspective, and the poem goes like this. I listened and heard the farmer say, We'll have this fowl for lunch today. Thought I, there won't be nothing doing. I just can't see myself a-stewin'. But he took the axe and chopped off my head, then threw me down and left me for dead. There on the ground for a moment I lay, then I arose and walked away. Said Farmer Lloyd to his kindly wife, That's the strangest thing I've seen in my life. Said the kindly wife to her farmer man, I can't put him in the frying pan. A fowl that hates so much to die, there must be some good reason why. And since he wants so much to live, every living chance to him we'll give. Through my esophagus, they feed me corn. They give me drink and keep me warm. I'm well and happy as can be. 
I stand around for folks to see. Although I haven't got a head, I'm better off than if I'm dead. Next time we meet at midnight on Going Dark Theater, I will tell you another tale to chill your bones. This season, each new episode will be a surprise, but I've got some great tales in store for you. I also have another special Halloween project on my Patreon, patreon.com slash Josh Hitchens. I am going to release audio episodes of me hosting a double feature of my favorite scary movies every night throughout the month of October. This Halloween project is called 62 Horror Movies with Josh Hitchens, that's me, and episodes will be posted exclusively on my Patreon, free for all to listen to. If you do wish to support the podcast and this project and subscribe to my Patreon, you can do so for as little as $1 a month. I am your host, Josh Hitchens, and you've been listening to Going Dark Theater, where we seek to find the humanity behind the horror. Until our next midnight together, I wish you all very pleasant dreams. And now... Going dark.